Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's That's What She Said. We are a week late. We are sorry for that. I will own that. I uh, forgot to press record when we did ours last week. So we're here joined, as always, with Ash Nelson and Bubs Barbieri. And I know for those eight listeners that dedicate their 45 minutes a week in the car, well, actually not in the car much anymore if you're in the eastern states, but your 45 minutes listening to us, we are very, very sorry uh, for ruining, potentially ruining your week. We are sorry hard, about that. It's hard to get good help these days. I mean, you've taken on the role of presenter and host but also as also of late, producer. You've become, you're producer as well but you've taken on the role of recording and audio master and last week you had a bit of a slip up but we took all the precautions we did a double backup of our podcast and yet it still didn't come to fruition so what's a girl going to do that that's what's quite funny but I'm also the girl that I can't Every time I do anything with technology, it doesn't work. And it's even like members of my family, everything works and then I'll come into the room and then everything will just stop working. So it's not actually me. I'm just born this way. Um, And I'd like to not, I will accept the responsibility, but it's not my fault. But what about the rest of your teammates that always say Georgie Parker is the most unreliable when it comes to doing anything important, (laughs) getting to the airport on time with your baggage? It is true. You said that you were going to pick me up from the airport one time and then you didn't really come through with the, the goods. So, you know, is that she might true? have a point. Yeah. Did she leave yeah. you at the airport? No, she like she cancelled before I arrived. But, you know, there was when sort was of that? promises I, there. So, I'm so sorry about that. I held on but to things it happen. for a long time. Things happen. Ash and I were going to commentate a game of hockey and on oh, our yeah. way there, somebody crashes into the back of us. Like, things just happen. And it wasn't even your car to make make things worse. Your friend, you took her car, you picked me up. You weren't even going to pick me up, actually, as well. But you thought, no, was... out of the kindness of my heart, I'll pick you up. And then we had a car crash, a minor one. But we got to commentary on time. So, you know, things happen when Georgie Parker's around. It, it, it does happen. I hate, I hate the fact that everybody knows me as that unreliable girl. It's like I can never put that on my CV because everybody knows I'm not the reliable girl. And I thought when I went to Collingwood, I was like, I was moving cities, I was moving to a new sport, new bunch of girls. I thought this is the moment that I can shake these tags. I'm the now not going to be clean. Yes, I'm <laughs> not going to be unreliable. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm not going to be the one that is always late or loses things and within a week or two weeks people realize oh no she's a fuckwit (laughs) i thought i thought great i could be known as oh georgie she's so kind (laughs) it's not the first thing that comes to your mind when you think georgie parker you think fun gal bit of a fuckwit (laughs) I i just i just think a little bit late um no <laughs> loses yeah. things georgie parker loses things um a little bit late she claims that she's dead on time but i beg to differ that's all no because you know what my in my mind and some people do not agree with this and i'm not willing to put this one on i'm not i'm not going to own this one because i think it's probably wrong but i think if you're less than five minutes late you don't need to let anyone know yeah, interesting. That's my cutoff. <laughs> I actually also start to think as well as it, like, you know, how do you want to be remembered? Or if someone mentions your name, what's the first couple of describing words that people give you? Fuck I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I want to participate in this conversation because I might be scared about what people think of me. No, well, I genuinely know that mine is fun, loud, annoying, fuckwit. As opposed <laughs> to someone like my mum who's, generous caring kind like all these words that you describe nice people at least you're not an asshole right it's not an asshole like you're a fuckwit but we love you exactly like fuckwits can be good it's yeah geez you're a fuck yeah yeah just don't ruin my flight (laughs) yeah that's fine don't don't get the whole team fined that's that's it i think genuine generally when i do something it's only affecting me more so than anybody else. That's what I think anyway. Um, but, look, anyway, we are sorry. We are sorry for, um, I guess, potentially ruining your week. But we're here. We've got a big show ahead because, do you know what, we're going to cover a lot of the things that we went through last week because 
Do you know what's annoying? It was actually a great show last week. We it was a good fun. dig last week. We, we had a fun. good crack, red hot crack. You were funny for a change. Bubs was on point. I don't know what I contributed, but it felt good. I don't know <laughs> if we can replicate it. No, we I was genuinely- actually disappointed when I found out that we hadn't recorded. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, wait, literally, you're going to miss out on some cracker stories of the time that uh, Bubs's teammate made, um, who was it? Who was it? Russell Crowe leave a restaurant and the time I went to the strippers with Nick Curios. There's all these stories that you listeners won't get to hear. We might have to bring them up at another time because... We just we just can't bring them up now. Just we it would not do them justice if we pretended like we hadn't heard those stories before. Lightning so. can't strike twice. <laughs> it can't. It can't. It's very rare for strikes once with us. But look, um, we do have a good show. We've got um, plenty to get through. Clearly, because two weeks ago you would remember that I did lose a bet. Um, so we're going to get through that. We're going to get through halftime, as always. We've got the Spud Awards. Um, we've got That's What She Said Mailbag. Now, I'm looking forward to this because we're getting some great great inboxes from all of our fans. Um, we've got a special uh, segment that Bubs is running as the oldest person to play team sport. So, look, we've got plenty Ever. to get through. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> We've got plenty to get through. Uh, Bubs has chucked herself on mute while she uses some expletives. Um, look, all right, so let's let's kick it off. Um, and do you know what we're going to start with? Because, Ash, you ran a poll last week. I did. I did. I did. We call it the people's poll because we have great um, audience engagement and we want to know what our fans, our four fans, um, actually think about some of the questions that we'd like to pose. Now, the question was um, as to whether or not it was appropriate for adults or anyone over the age of 18 to wear a football guernsey. You, Georgie Parker, were very much in the, the camp of, no, it is not okay, it looks horrible um only people under the age of 18 oh really you probably would say maybe 15 years of age um, should wear it and uh, that's about as far as it should stand i on the other hand and i think bubs you're sort of in my corner as well i kind of went well you know what if you support your side you support your team why can't you wear a footy jersey um and also you had very strict rules around it as well, um, Georgie Parker, because you said that it's only football Guernsey. It's only AFL. It's only AFL. Only AFL. Yes. Because the thing, Ash, is today it's a Guernsey. Tomorrow it's a full face of paint, you know, <laughs> and that's not okay. You've got to draw the line early. Well, we, and- we, take, we thought we'd take it to the people because as much as you like to think that you're right all the time, I beg to differ. It's the, fir- it's the first time I'm... I'm Wrong. I'm not wrong. Uh, we because... can put a poll out about that as well. Um, but we actually, for only having eight listeners, we had 1,585 people participate in our online vote via Twitter. It was a very passionate discussion. 71% in the end were actually pro wearing a footy guernsey to the game with their colours on showing pride, yeah. 29% said, no, shouldn't do it. Um, and it was interesting. So I think that in itself says a lot that, yes, you were wrong for what you say is the first time in your life, Georgie Parker. But some of the actual follow-up comments um, were quite intriguing and I thought that we should just raise a few of what, them. What I thought was funny is the comments under your poll were all very much on your side and the ones on mine were mostly on my side of yes grow up so i think it might have just been who put the like poll how out you say mostly when it was like 70 no 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 no, no. <laughs> i'm talking no bubs i'm talking about the comments oh, under okay. ash's thread is a yeah. very different thread of what you'd see on mine mine yeah, are, let's look at the numbers mine, mine was all, all for like this one for good. example the result of this poll shows why democracy is a failure. Did you just write that? <laughs> no, Adam Ellerton said that. And well, I agree um, with Adam. Well, um, Walt, what Melsh, okay. which I think his name is really Matt Welsh. Anyway, um, he actually put, is 15 even allowed question mark? So he was clearly in your corner, Georgie. Mm. And um, Jacko badly weighed in as well. And he said, no, it's only appropriate for those basically under 12 years of age. 
Um, but then yeah, Lockie Edgar, who, who, puts in, of, who calls it a jumper. Yeah, well, that, well, that's the other question that I've got at the end of this. Yeah. Lucky Edgar, it? speaking of face painting, he said, I'm 35, I get my face painted weekly and wave my flag after each goal. Um, Flag, Patrick, flags, are an, flags are another thing that need to be banned when you're an adult. Patrick, what, do you think, no, what do you think on flags then, Ash? Do you think adults should be fine. Banned? Why not? Fly your flag. <laughs> Why not? If you're uh, in I'd, I'd say be, I'd say no to flag in the general public. To be fair, because it's more about I, I'm empathetic with other people, and I wouldn't want to, you know, wave a flag in people's faces and they can't see the game. That's more the flag people they stick together, don't they? Like you don't. Yeah, but if really you're in the flag like section, token flag yes. by themselves, <laughs> it's like a posse of flags. I don't know what you call a group of flag people, flaggers. Um, Patrick Keane, I think though, uh, he got quite upset by your comments parker does it really matter each their road and i can't understand how people wearing footy games footy games is harming other people almost as bad as people who take offense to fans wearing merchandise of the band they're seeing at a live concert so patrick quite vocal there but this is also where it gets interesting andrew robertson he said um, would she say the same about people who support NBA teams? I don't know anybody that would say something nasty about someone wearing a Michael Jordan jersey. So, and to top that off, he said that you needed to be um, stop being part of the fun place. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm very much like against the fun please i love having fun fun is fun right fun is yes. fun that's that should be a tattoo fun is fun <laughs> you, you have explained yourself i mean we did have to go on to tell andrew that no you do allow basketball um jerseys, jerseys. yeah basketball especially wearing jer them to bed and soccer jerseys um soccer jerseys yes i actually what was quite funny is that on the weekend because of course this is kind of stemmed from I think that you should not wear another team's uh, merchandise mm. at a game where they're not playing. And that is, I think, I would definitely win that one um, because you look like a knob, <laughs> right? Somebody <laughs> tweeted one of my fans, one of my supporters, and said, here you go, old mate, of him wearing a GWS Guernsey at the Eagles match here on the weekend, to which he tagged me and said, we have a live one. <laughs> so I, I so was, that, that is commitment to the troll and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was at the game the other day and I was actually boundary riding um, for the radio station and I turned around and it was the Fremantle Magpies game and there was a West Coast Eagles supporter sitting there with their colours on and Nob. I was this close to taking a photo <laughs> And putting it up saying, is this okay? But then I was concerned that that would be trolling. So I kind of put the camera away. And also I probably should have been more focused on my job, but it got me thinking, no. you know what, Parker, you, you, you might be right there. I kind of looked at it and went, it does look a little bit odd. And it's drawing attention of yourself of that you're a knob. So anyway, but... um. um how about the ones that go to the grand final? They manage to score a ticket and yeah. then wear their sh their team shirt that's not playing you know, in the grand final. I do you know that. what? I actually think that the grand final, I'll cop. Because really? I'll cop the grand final. Um, I'm not it's saying I would do that personally, but I would cop the grand final. I agree with you because they're so hard to get and you're there yeah. taking it. Yeah, I, I do see that side, but I think grand final I can cop. And remember my other clause of I can cop it if you're in Melbourne and you've been from one game and then you're going to your second game and you've just got your polo on or whatever. You have your, you try to hide your scarf, but there are some clauses. But over 15 for me, it's jumpers, guernseys are a no as an adult. But well, you would. You would be wrong. I, comprehens I comprehensively lost. And I, I will you take did. that. But in saying that, I also said that I will not stop judging you and I would never let Jacob do that. I would never. <laughs> he, he, but he wouldn't, even, he wouldn't even attempt wearing a, a Guernsey. Under, under the thumb. He's a brain. No, man. no, no, no. He's not <laughs> under the thumb. He's got a brain and he would never do it because he thinks that they're knobs too. So... I, the one right. thing that came from this, though, um, and you just touched on it before, Bubs, is that the question got raised that is it a jersey, Guernsey, or jumper? Because I put Guernsey, and then a few people were just like, question mark, you mean jumper? Question mark, you mean jersey? I think it's, like, a, it's a Victorian thing. Jumpers are very 
Victorian. Victorian. Uh, see, I jumper or Guernsey for me is interchangeable. Jersey is definitely not. Jersey's definitely a NRL thing. What do you call it in soccer? Jersey or jumper? Strip. Strip. Yeah. Well, there you go. Something else. See, we'd have class strip and home strip. Would say that, but we would never. I'd never say that. I'm gonna put my Guernsey on, put my jumper on. But no. what do you say? You say Guernsey. Yeah. No, no, we say shirt. No. Trip. Ash. Oh, oh yeah, Guernsey. W- yeah, so yeah. My, 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 my tweet was Guernsey and then quite promptly I had many people just posing another question that I kind of went, oh, have I got See, it See, this is a jumper. A jumper's a jumper. Um, so I think yeah, it but- really shows that this is the type of jumper. Yeah, I, but when you, in Victoria, the jumpers were quite thick and woolly back in the day, weren't they? That's what, I think that's where it comes from. I don't know, because we say Guernsey in Adelaide as well. I don't know. <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> Do you know what? We might be 100 years old. We, we, the People's Poll could be in action again very soon. And, and about very similar topics because we don't know anything. Um, yeah, well, good. Fuck me. Fuck. Yeah, well, good, yeah. Seriously, Holly came in. I heard you put your thing on. Like, oh, I was going to crack the shits. My was dog like, was trying to get out. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that was funny because he <laughs> looked at funny. you. He looked at you like, <laughs> excuse me. And then my light fell. <laughs> I did to hear that as well. Um, but look, you're a true professional. All right. Yeah. Um, we're talking about the bet. Mm. Just briefly touching it. I need to somehow get. Some... You touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, why we go on? While we go on from um, the Guernsey, Guernsey, Guernsey jumper talk, we will go into something that's quite traumatic to actually speak about this. To be honest, um, I might have PTSD from the performance that Collingwood had not only the week just gone, but definitely the week prior. Um, Ash Nelson, of course, being a West Coast supporter, mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. being. A, team, a supporter of multiple teams, it seems, and <laughs> none of them being able to win. So I, I need to put my money where my mouth is um, and somehow I need to get a hold of some West Coast gear. A full, a full strip. So the bet was Georgie Parker. I'm just going to reiterate, I was upset because last week's podcast didn't come out where I <laughs> got it from your mouth that you had lost and also that you were preparing yourself <laughs> to wear a full West Coast Eagles uh, outfit, including beanie, scarf, and Guernsey. Um, it would have been preferable if you could have worn that to a Collingwood game, but you know that's not going to, to happen. So I'll be willing to accept that if you just put a public photo. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, my dog is here, and there's a cat that has just strolled past the window. <laughs> Oh my, that is a great soundbite. <laughs> she is not um, all that impressed about. <laughs> Should we start this again? <laughs> That's funny. That's staying in. <laughs> that was the okay. best soundbite ever. It sounded like your dog grabbed the microphone and <laughs> into it. It's, it sounds well, like me, I, it sounds t- like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> Tully wasn't impressed by the fact that um, you know she wasn't going to see you in a full Eagles outfit in a Hollywood game as well. But what I want to see is that you actually put on the outfit and put a, a decent photo on your social media account and actually change your uh, profile pic to you and your West Coast Eagles for at least a week. No, and I, I, I'm happy to do that. I need to – I don't associate with Eagles supporters, so I don't have any Eagles attire. Well, I've, so got a, I've got a scarf, and I'm sure that for this purpose I can, you know, call on the people that be the powers above to deliver you some Eagles um, paraphernalia. The nice thing, though, that even though this has been delayed by a week, I would just like to say that – the Pies then proceeded to lose to the Fremantle Dockers. So oh, what the you, fuck? you potentially <laughs> should really be putting your profile pic of your Eagles outfit for two weeks just as compensation because <laughs> you've lost twice that, in a row. They're in all sorts. There's a lot going um, on there. Um, no excuses. Nathan Buckley's playing tennis with Alicia Mollick. That was just silly. That was just silly. Um, 
Still Sidebottom was impressive, though, in his return performance. He was impressive. Kicked a couple of snaggers in important times as well. I think the out of Pendlebury doesn't help. The out of Jeremy Howe doesn't help. The out of Dugowie doesn't help. So when you lose your three best players, it's When you make excuses. No, no, no. I'm saying it's not ideal. Um, But then, of course, when you have all the off-field shit going on as well. And and when your president's saying as dumb stuff that he's saying and outlandish comments, like... Yeah, look, they're probably happy that they're getting out of WA um, and can refocus over there a bit like, don't forget, Ash, that you guys got spanked by many a teams when you were out of a hub (laughs) as well. So it happens. It happens. And I'm I'm willing to do this um, and and I will do this. I just need to get the stuff. I'm not buying it. I'm refusing. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't. I'm not no. asking you to buy it. Do I get a time frame though as to when our punters can actually witness uh, this event? Within a week, if I can get it. Okay. Within a week. All right. I need to be a good shot. I only post once a month, and when I post, it's a hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> They're harder and harder to come by now oh. that I'm getting older. So I don't. I don't color in it. Jacob, yes. boyfriends of Instagram better be getting ready for the work, magic oh, that he is about to I work. Don't, I don't bother with getting him to take them. He's horrific. So I get I get Carla to take it. That's all right. I can work my magic. Well, she's got the she can make this look gear, good. doesn't she? She could uh, be on the No Guernsey. No Guernsey. All right. The hunt is on for the Guernsey. No, got, West Coast to... Eagles fans, offer them up. You've heard us now. If you want Georgie Parker in a full West Coast Eagles strip, now is your time to nominate and uh, put forward your Guernsey for a very special cause. Yeah. It is halftime of this halftime of this pointless podcast. Um, we all know what that means. It is Ash Nelson, half Nelson. Do I have a... No, I don't know how Steve? to get it. No, but oh, it will right. come in. I'll get one. <laughs> get one in. Okay. Maybe. I thought, I thought on the rundown it had a, a sing, but anyway, yeah. I'll progress. <laughs> no, well, the thing is it, just, um, like, it won't work anymore. I don't know why. Okay. So, Do you want to start uh, that again? <laughs> oh, no, we haven't cut out my dog barking yet, have we? <laughs> All right, go. Okay, for the half Nelson today. Uh, as some people might have seen, Jamie uh, McMillan, who plays for the Kangaroos or North Melbourne, he's planning on leaving the Queensland hub because he has got the birth of his first child coming up in a week's time. So fair enough, him heading back home in order to be there for the delivery of his baby. But it got me kind of thinking, guys, as to when have there been those moments that you actually haven't been able to finish a tournament? It doesn't have to be because you've got a baby on the way that you're about to give birth to and that you've just got to nip off and uh, and do that. But has there been any other reason that you have seen from your teammates or perhaps yourself that you've just gone, listen, I can't run out this tournament because of a certain reason? Well, as you were there the time, I got... I got very, very sick in Belgium once. Um, we were there and I had a little, this lump under my arm and it kept growing and growing. And I couldn't even put my arm down at one stage. I had to walk with my arm rested on my hip because it was this lump. Genuinely, the lump was the size of half a tennis ball by the end of it. So I had to go get these blood tests. Had it would to have go been quite lump. scary finding a lump under your arm that grew so quickly. Yes, it was. But then apparently if the lump's painful, it means it's not uh, as bad as if it wasn't painful kind of thing. So that kind of put my mind at ease. But at the same time, I was like, what the fuck is this giant arm? I got so sick. I had a rash all over me. I was so unwell. Turns out I had this disease called <laughs> cat scratch disease that my cat had given me. My cat never had scratched me, but I had a tiny little cut on my mm. hand and it had she had licked it and she gave me this disease called cat scratch disease and my favorite part of this I was going to these hospitals I had to go to hospital a few times in Belgium and my favorite part is can you yeah it's a it's a blood infection I was yeah I was so unwell like I was so um, I remember just one day getting up and like basically fainting like I can't stand up I need to like lie down literally rash all over my body. It was horrific. But I remember going to the hospital one day and it was just after training. I don't know why I was training. I shouldn't have been training. 
<laughs> and I just, maybe it was after a game or something. No, that's shit we do as an athlete. Oh, okay. Shit we do. I was like, what did you say? Anyway, um, I was so well and I'd, we just had an ice bath and I just put on, um, just on like my tights after my ice bath. I didn't put any underwear on. Anyway, so the guy will go to hospital and the do guy's you wear like, underwear under tights or not? No, I mean, I, you, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But like I was like thinking I was just going straight back home and going to shower at home <laughs> and whatever. But I get in and he goes, okay, just take your pants off. I need to like. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that. <laughs> so I go, I was so embarrassed because I just go, I've got no underwear on, but I usually do. I promise I usually wear underwear. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I had no underwear on, so I had to just get their starkers in front of this like gorgeous Belgian doctor. But it was like more the embarrassment of I promise I usually wear underwear. I promise I do. <laughs> anyway, I got very very sick, so I had to miss a couple of games there. But I've never been sent home from anything. I've never done no, anything. I've never I've never been sent home. I once didn't make a net uh, netball a basketball tournament when I was a kid because um, we hit a kangaroo on the way to Shepparton. That was pretty horrific. Um, it totaled my dad's car and we couldn't end up getting to the tournament. Then, But my mate actually got sent home from a tournament um, getting plastered at an underage um, soccer tournament um, overseas and one of the girls tried to jump out the window. <laughs> that was one of the things, yeah, that was one of the things she, she thought um, she'd pretend to to, to jump onto the window but didn't realise the fly screen, there was no fly screen or anything there and oh she ended God. up nearly falling out the window. So, yeah, got, got sent home for all those. <laughs> Probably fair enough. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, def, so, like, now she says, oh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because, you know, turned my, my life around and stuff like that. I, I stopped being a little shit <laughs> and ended up being a, um, you know, proper athlete elite and all that sort of stuff and never never touched uh, anything bad again so yeah life changing experience <laughs> i um i i never got sent home either but i definitely missed out on the important tournament i remember it was before the 2012 london olympics and I thought, you know, anyone that wants to get selected, you want to play really well in a lead-up tournament to the Olympic Games. And so we went over to, to London and it was my 100th match and we were due to play Holland. And I thought, you know what would be a really good idea is that if I make sure that I have a proper lunch. So I went down to, I don't know even what they call it now, I've forgotten what it's like, Marks and Spencer, I think that's what it was. And I bought a chicken sandwich and I thought, this chicken sandwich looks great. I ate the chicken sandwich. Sure enough, a couple of hours later, I started to feel a little bit queasy. Thought I was nervous about my 100th game and also the fact that I knew that I was going to have to run a lot because we're playing against the Dutch. And I was sitting in the physio and next thing I ran into the physio's toilet and was sick in the toilet. And if anyone knows our physio, you'll know that she is like an absolute stickler for hygiene. So probably not a good start. But we proceeded to go to the game. I got about five minutes into the game and, uh, yeah, then needed to go to the toilet. And they only had like the <laughs> port So basically I spent a whole game sitting on the Portaloo toilet, which is just like disgusting. My hundredth game for Australia um, was spent there. And I then got taken to hospital because proceeding or after that, I actually couldn't keep anything down for a couple of days. So I had to go food to a London hospital, got, had food poisoning. Um, I lost so much weight in the quickest that's, space that's of time, problem. had no energy. I reckon I looked like I had jaundice because I was so yellow. Uh, needless to say that, you know, fortunately enough, I did get picked to go, but it just wasn't quite the tournament that I was hoping that it would be. And I tell you what, having food poisoning and vomiting and diarrhea and sharing a bedroom with somebody when you have that and all that you've got is sliding doors that are separating no. the bedroom from the toilet or the bathroom, not a good idea. You know, these team sports, you <laughs> have to work hard with your teammate to make sure that there's some level of privacy. And I felt so sorry for my teammate at that moment in time. <laughs> that reminds me of that trip in, we went to New Zealand and we went to a game once and only had 11 players because everyone yes. was so sick. Mm. Everyone, everyone and had to eat before. chicken and rice. That was the only <laughs> thing. They poached chicken and rice. And, and that's uh, going to make you sick. We had to segregate all the rooms and I was one of the clean gals, clearly. I don't get sick. I've got an iron stomach. That was very funny. But my, well, my question, my follow-up question to that is, guys, what would you rather 
out the out this way the mouth or out the other way out the mouth especially when you've got a bodysuit on try and get that bodysuit off where you would much rather have be vomiting yeah, because yes. once you get it all out, you actually feel better. Whereas the other way, you just you just don't know where it comes from. Yeah, but then you just sit on the I oh I hate the nauseous feeling that goes with vomiting, and they're like, oh, oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> we don't need another sound bite. But <laughs> what's the, what's the opposite sound bite to that? Arsenal Atta and my my teammate at the time Remember, remember when we were talking at the start of the show about what we would describe each other as? <laughs> that, is, that is the reason why I'm a fuckwit. <laughs> Grow up, Georgie. Oh, my God. Can't tell the good poo joke. Georgie Parker. They'll be on your to- tombstone. Georgie Parker lies here. Could tell a good poo joke. Never I thought it was a fart. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> now, do you know what? When you can trust your fart, that is when you know you're better. If yeah. you can't trust your fart, there you're like, no I'm not trust. better. There was no trust there whatsoever. But getting, it would, I have never been so angry at trying to take off my bodysuit as that moment oh. when I dashed into that portaloo um, on my 100th game and it just oh. wouldn't come off because, you know, if you get a little bit of sweat, it's hard. It's- impossible <laughs> they look nice and everything but they're so impractical uh, good chat good that's chat. half nelson thanks <laughs> well from the woman who won't retire that's you bubs of course <laughs> oh, yeah. just in case you didn't figure it out from the woman who won't retire someone's caught your eye this this week or the last week i should say um that's got you wondering a question yeah, well, um, you know, I, I thought this guy actually had bitten off more than he can chew. But, um, you know, at 54, Mike Tyson has made a comeback. And to be honest, he probably looks better than he did when he was playing. He looks sharp as, fit as, he's, he's dropped a heap of weight. Um, the last time I actually saw him was in The Hangover. So I'm not really sure what he was doing between stints. But, owning tigers. Yeah, owning tigers. That's the only thing I do know. But, you know, he's looking really, really good. And I, it got me thinking, like, who would you want to come back? Like, I made it, I kind of made a little bit of a uh, an age bracket because 54 is pretty old in my, even for me. So I thought 54, who's over 50? But then Georgie Parker of course said that she doesn't know anybody over the age of 50 <laughs> i they didn't say that anyway no anyway I, who I did can it. come back and retire from retirement um over the age of 50 and little side note it can be un- well we've lost bubs there but essentially <laughs> there was a little side note that she was about to add <laughs> What do you think the side note was? Let's play Let's a game. Play game. <laughs> what do you think the side note is? Side note is uh, it can be anyone that has to be older than her because anyone. <laughs> Am I back? You're back. We don't know what your side yeah. note is. So. My side note, just if they can come back and they probably look better because I was a huge fan when I was growing up. My main sports that I got to watch was cricket and AFL and probably because there wasn't a lot of soccer on the TV back then, only in SBS on World Cup Day. So that's every four years only. Um, so I was a huge fan of uh, Saners because I'm a Saints supporter. Uh, and for me, it would be Plugger. Massive fan of Plugger. And he was really, really strong back then, but he's looking fit, to be honest. Um these days and the other one for me would be um Booney uh cricketer and I thought he probably wouldn't do a good job these days but I would love to see (laughs) when you're talking about people being fitter is Booney fitter no he's not fitter but I would love to see how he fit in to this new crop of lads and see how how he would stand up I think if we're going cricket 
Shane Warne could come and and bowl people out still. Yeah, he was he never trained in the first place. Exactly. I'm positive that he could come down and still bowl. It might not be able to run between. Actually, he's fitter now than he was when he was playing as well. Oh, yeah. so like he wasn't in there really for his batting though, was he? He was in there no, for his but, bowling. Then but he was a good, he could hit a he, he hit could a He could He could have a bit of a tonk He's a middle there. order, middle order. Um, but he could come and bowl. I'm positive he could come and, and bowl people out still if we're talking cricket. I agree with you because they're very different teams now as they were back then, a little bit more yeah. professional, less drinking. Um, it'd be interesting to see how that goes. I think with all generations, with all sports at the moment, though, like if you look at the difference in the VFL compared to the AFL, it's huge. I saw a photo the other day. Do you remember Amanda Kutzer, a tennis player from yeah. South Africa that was really quite small? Like when I was growing up, I loved her because she had like the, the braided hair and she just looked really cool. She was tiny. She was really short, um, but she still was like very, very good. I saw a photo of her the other day and I was like, holy mother, she actually looks just as good as what she did when she was playing. So I reckon that there would be a few sneaky tennis players as well. Steffi Graf would be. Steffi Graf, Martina Hinga still plays doubles, but, you know, they still keep themselves pretty fit. And when you watch them play like their Masters game, like it doesn't go in the mind. They're still very good at doubles because they don't have to have that court coverage as to what they do when they're playing singles games. So I reckon there'd be quite a few tennis players that might be able to do that. Um, and probably also, you know, golfers as well. There might be a few out there that uh, potentially could make their way back. So you just have to think physically, you know, what doesn't have that impact that maybe like a sport like AFL, for example, uh, might. But I had a press conference the other day um, and Nathan Buckley, he was looking super fit. He is he could take ripped. Curios's place at the <laughs> <Open>. <laughs> and, <laughs> and his assistant Brendan Sanderson, who was former Crows coach, he is massive. He used to outbench the Crows boys. He is so ripped. Another tennis player with Buckley, to be honest. So. Well, they go do some extra fitness in their off time, mm. so that's why they mm. so. Fit. And then we <laughs> we compared them to we compared this last week to the Stewie Jews of the of the land. We ran off the ground the other day, and so many people wrote memes about it because they saw Stewie Jew run off the ground. So um, might not be in that sort of same <laughs> same category or league as Nathan Buckley, but still looks like he's giving it a red hot shot. No, I'd love. I mean, I'm. I'm. If you've got the ones of like Boone, I'd love Tony Modra, Godra, to come back just because I, I just loved him. He was just. Ooh. He ran a race the other day and he did his hamstring. I'm pretty sure. So I think that he has a bit of work to go. Yeah, yeah. But look, <laughs> <laughs> he can just stand in full, stand in full forward and not have to move yeah. too much. Just deliver. Yeah, a exactly. <laughs> Potato. All right, well, it's our favourite segment, uh, one we're persevering with. It's our Spud Awards, of course, where you can either be the very, very prestigious fry, you can be a sweet potato, some mashed potato, but you do not want to be the boiled potato. So we rank people, good or bad, throughout the week um, on their performances as individuals. Um, So, Bubs, kick us off. Um, So for me, I've got some fries to hand out. for me, it was the A-League Premiership winners of uh, Sydney FC. So they get my fries because um, they've won it uh, four times and they've been standout probably the team of the A-League. They haven't been playing very well. So to be fair, they might not win the double um, and get the championship as well. Um, City have actually played really well in, in, in the last weekend. So they're my fries. Um, and then this guy, Bryson DeChambeau, is my boiled potato. He said, my goal is to live to 130 or 140. I really think that's possible now that with today's technology. Like, at what point do you think he's about, probably about 20 kilos overweight? <laughs> Um, Who is he? Is this the, is this the a, golfer? A golfer? This is a golfer that we spoke about the other yeah. week. Oh, yeah. He was on the diet yeah. of like just anything protein 
and he put on like 20 kilos and now is hitting the ball the longest that he's ever hit the ball. So not only is convinced that he can hit the ball a long way, but he can actually live till he's 100 and what, 20 or 30? 130 or 40. Oh, right. 130 or 40. <laughs> and an extra 10. I'm not sure they're going to be able to restart his heart after all that food he was eating. Would you want to live to that long? I guess it depends no. on your quality of life. I don't want to live to them that old. I looked at my grandpa. He was 99. He had a great innings. But by the end there, he was just like, oh, all my friends are dead. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh, Arthur died. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's just how they say it now. Arthur died. All my friends are dead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> not, not, a then, great, not a great billboard for old age, right? No, like, and he was very with it, but then I guess then when you're with it and your body goes and it's hard, but then if you're not with it and your body's all fine, then it's hard for your family. I just think that's 130. God. But why? Like, what would your body body look like at that age? I guess it depends. It might be fine by then if we have technology. Oh, yeah, geez, but- that much protein, he might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> and then you'd think that people your age were young, bubs. If you were 130. I know. <laughs> There's so much life young to live in you, bubs. You still <laughs> got 100 years left. <laughs> oh, that's brought a smile to bubs's face. 100 years. Yeah. Instead of being halfway through there, bubs, you've got, you've got <laughs> fucking fucked. You fucking. Oh. I'll get you when you're 40. <laughs> when you're 50 i feel i feel 100 <laughs> um ash all right guys i'm going to give the big boiled potato i've got no fries to hand out this week because well last week all we gave out was fries so i thought well you know what maybe i have to bring it down a notch and deal out a boiled potato i'm gonna hand it to the afl in general um some people might have heard recently that uh they stood down journalists Mitch Cleary, after he actually reposted uh, a photo taken by Brooke Cotchen, which basically highlighted the fact that she had broken AFL quarantine protocols. And it was agreed, apparently, by the AFL and also um, the media that works for afl.com.au that um, names wouldn't be given as to, you know, who got that fine. Anyway, Mitch Cleary, apparently, just being a journalist, as journalists should do, he actually mentioned uh, that it was Brooke Cotchen and reposted the photo and, as a result, got stood down for about 24 hours. Now, outrage obviously boiled over because, as a journalist, uh, I think most people would be under the understanding <laughs> that that is your job. And it's a little bit embarrassing that um, AFL claims that afl.com.au is not ruled by them, that it is an independent uh, media organisation, but there seems like there's been some blurred lines there and you can really see who's actually pulling rank. Anyway, this afternoon he's been reinstated after much outrage, but I think that the AFL, they've done damage. I mean, who's actually going to believe now that that is an independent media organisation? On top of that, the statement that they released basically makes Mitch Cleary admit and say sorry for putting it up because uh, he wasn't actually meant to. I mean, honestly, it, it just actually reeks of, uh, I guess, poor journalism. Um, good journalism by him, but, you know, AFL ruling over what should and should not be said. And, you know, it's censorship of the highest order. And this is the problem with them having their own media department, which they say is independent. Yes. But it's clearly not. They've got their own agenda. They want to release what they want to release at the, cert- the right time, um, how they want it written. Um, and that's fine. But don't then spruik that it's independent and don't exactly. and employ people in PR, not journalists who are trained into doing journalism, which is having an unbiased opinion and reporting on facts. Um, that, that's, for me, the problem. If you want to have a PR department, have a PR department don't have journalists by that account shouldn't like buckley and that have their names not in well i think the difference between the the difference between buckley is that buckley self-reported his because Mm -hmm. it was an oversight he had he had permission to play tennis where he played tennis he didn't have permission to play with alicia 
so he so he went and said oh i didn't realize i wasn't allowed to do that here is because it was within i went to one of the players and to find out what actually are you and aren't you allowed to do because it seemed that there were so many people within the space of three four days from so many different clubs all getting this wrong so where's this miscommunication when your coach is doing the wrong thing players are doing the wrong thing captains and their wives are doing the wrong thing there's some form of um miscommunication there so i went and checked it and apparently they're allowed to see people outside the bubble but not between 48 hours before they're playing a game because then they're getting their tests and and things like that so i think that's where that miscommunication is from buckley's end but he reported his so if he's reporting his then he knows that his name's going to be there whereas hers has come off of her instagram um but that for me she's put it out in the public yeah so, yeah. so she, I did. I did feel a little bit sorry for her though because she did the the wrong thing. She broke the protocols, and I don't think anyone goes out of their way to to do that. Yes, it was silly on her behalf. Yeah. but they caught the fine. But then when Mitch Cleary got stood down, I think that there was quite a big backlash. On indicating her. that she actually had a lot to do with him being stood down. She's come out and actually supported him and said, I don't want him to, to lose his job or to be yeah. stood down. Um, it was a mistake on her behalf. So I think that we need to be understanding that, yes, she's done the wrong thing, but I think it was the AFL's decision to, to stand him down in the first place and uh, maybe they should just lay off her a little bit. Um, people can be pretty ugly over Twitter sometimes. So Ooh, yeah. you know, we might not have the, the full story there, but I don't think that we can sort of cast stones um, at someone like her. Yeah, it's very silly. And the thing is as well that they're living in even more strict environment than anyone around them are living. So... Yes, they're not in Victoria, but they're here in WA and having to live all Queensland. They're living different rules than other people. So I think as well, it's hard to grasp your head around it, but they can't be doing that. So mine's again, AFL related. I've got a big, bad boiled potato, Eddie Maguire. Keep your mouth shut, bud. You're Don't making talk about your president like that. No, but he, <laughs> he would be getting this. He'd be getting this from, he'd be getting this from all around the club at the moment because he's made. The, the reason why people are now stand calling for, with pitchforks calling for Nathan Buckley to stand down over a tennis match that he self-reported when he had position to play is because he says these outrageous statements of um, whoever Other people. does something <laughs> wrong, whoever does something wrong should be sent home. Well, everything should be taken into account on whatever is happening or should be all individualised, you know what I mean? Like whatever, you can't blanket rule anything that's going on at the moment. Um, so just keep your mouth shut, Eddie. You get a big fat boiled potato for all the things you're saying. Eddie gets a big fat stud. Um, I I do want to note though, guys, that we did do mailbag earlier before and I actually forgot I came across, um, some fan mail that we got, um, (laughs) earlier earlier in the week. Are you sure that you need to bring this up? We're almost out of time, I think. No, no, it's really important because you are actually going to end this podcast on this fan fan mail. Well, I just think it's really, it's from someone called Mr. Barker and I I just really do think that this, guys, this is, it's actually our second fan mail, but they've taken the time to find my address and to send this to me. So I really need to. <laughs> they've taken the time to send it, and yet they haven't taken the time to change the last name more than one letter. No, it's good from Mr. Barker, and I just want to say because it's going to reiterate a few things that's happened on this podcast today. Okay, it's actually really important. It was meant to be brought up earlier, but are Mr. you reading a piece of paper or is that your word document? <laughs> no, it's a- <laughs> The piece of paper you can't see. I'm just going to hold it up here. No, wait, wait. <laughs> let me like you're getting it out. <laughs> Thank you. Dearest, um, <laughs> my favourite athlete, Georgie, and please CC in the other two. Firstly. <laughs> Thank you so much for lighting up my life every week with your hilarious and informative podcast full of top-shelf humour and up-to-date That's a lie. Informative. On sport from the, around the world. You're welcome, Mr. Barker. It is my favourite 45 minutes of the week, which we've already spoken about. 
I missed you during the week. You must have had something go wrong that was completely not your fault and out of your hands. So hopefully <laughs> that gets sorted this week because I really have missed your voice a lot. I'm really sorry about that. It wasn't my fault. This guy really likes you. He does. Secondly, I said this last week, so I really do hope it can, you can bring it up again, but Guernsey should definitely not be worn when you're an adult. It is an eyesore. I'm aware you lost your poll in this. I'm unsure what 71% of the population are thinking and why I don't believe in communism as such. I do think that certain people shouldn't be able to vote or get a say in things due to clearly having no intellectual capability to do so and to see such a simple question being skewed to the wrong answer is losing my faith in humanity. It speaks for itself. Anyway, fan, George. fan of the, the, the dictatorship. <laughs> it's not my words, guys. Anyway, Georgie, thank you so much for your time, for your contribution to sport and for your gracious and charming attitude that is so contagious. You're such an inspiration to me, all my friends and family, and I will forever support you in all of your perfectly smart and logical ways. You are, in my eyes, and of course, many others, the number one Georgie Parker in the country. Thank you for being you and making me laugh every day. Yours truly and always, George Barker. So... <laughs> the people, the person has spoken... They have spoken. And also, how much time during the week do you have to formulate such letters to oneself? <laughs> I mean, I have got away with words. So if I were to write this, it might only take about three or four minutes. However, I didn't. I just got this from the letterbox on Friday. So, you well, know. Australia Post has been very delayed. So I don't know. They must actually... come from Perth. They must live in Perth. So. Well, thank you for your yeah, fan mail, George Barker. I live in, I live in so your I'm, house. Ju I'm just saying that, you know, if you want to send some mail in our way, we will be reading these out in the mailbox um, segment. Uh, and, look, we just might end it on that because it's a really positive and uplifting way to finish a podcast. <laughs> warm fuzzies. Nothing like a good warm fuzzy to end the podcast. Well, look, delusional. Yes, well, we he said he said CCU guys in the other so. two. <laughs> as, one the, as, as one of the other two, uh, that made me feel really special. So thank you, <laughs> George Barker. I'll send. Uh, he didn't put a return address on, so I don't know what. <laughs> don't know what to send to him. I'll, I'll uh, George, if you're listening, you're welcome to send another letter in next week. Don't refer to yourself in the third person. I'm not. <laughs> this is to Mr. Barker. Melissa, tone down your attitude. We've not all been up since four o'clock. I don't know. Guys. We might have a letter from Smashley Belson next week. Well, that's stupid because <laughs> Smashley isn't a word. But it's it could be Ash because Ash is a male name. It's George is a very common name, guys. Michael right. Barryberry might have one too. <laughs> well, if they send one in, guys, we're happy to read them out if it's up to topic and topical of what we're talking about, which that was, guys. So, <laughs> look, it's all up, it's up to your fans. This has been another informative podcast. Well, that's what George Marcus says. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, if you're having a punt, footy fill-up, have a check it out on the app. There's plenty to look there. Let, a lot of footy, a lot of A-League. The netball is back. You can go check out our Joe Weston. Uh, what else? There's super, it's all back. The NBA is back, baby. Everything is back. So plenty to watch, plenty to do while you're sitting on a couch in Melbourne or while you're out and about everywhere else. Hope everyone in Victoria is okay. We are thinking of you. Um, hope that you got a fun 45 minutes in your ear holes. Tell your friends. Tell, <laughs> don't look at me with your ear holes. Um, tell your friends. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Um, like, share, subscribe. Do all those things for us. And we will see you next week uh, from George Barker. Ear holes, honestly. <laughs>